you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the NFL Los Angeles Newsroom on a Friday edition of NFL Now. I'm Patrick Claybon, and we start with what is new right now, a lot of discussion especially on social media website Twitter.com, including on one of the principles surrounding the story from The Athletic. This is what is new right now. The story alleging before the trade between the Broncos and the Seahawks that Russell Wilson allegedly requested ownership to fire John Schneider and Pete Carroll, the Super Bowl champion GM and head coach. Russ quickly taking to Twitter this morning to refute that report saying, I love Pete and he was a father figure to me and John believed in me and drafted me as well. I never wanted them fired. All any of us wanted was to win. I'll always have respect for them and love for Seattle. The report also chronicles uh, some of the situations surrounding the 2022 Denver Broncos and their struggles on offense. And for more on the Broncos, let's bring in James Palmer now. And, and James, there was the bringing in of the head coach who had a good relationship with Aaron Rodgers. They wind up going with Russell Wilson. He wants uh, this to be a player-led team. Russ has some different uh, strategies that the team implemented. How did that play out uh, for the Broncos in 2022? Well, it didn't play out very well uh, in terms of wins and losses, Patrick. We'll get to that. But specifically, it's about the environment that was created. And I think we need to make it clear that this environment was created by general manager George Payton and head coach Nathaniel Hackett long before training camp even started. And that was this that they were going to accommodate anything Russell Wilson believed was going to make him a better football player. They were fine with that, whether that was having an office in the facility that was his own to operate out of, whether it was having his personal team at practice and in the facility, including his personal quarterback coach, Jake Heaps, they were going to allow it. If you were at training camp practices, you were gonna see his entire team there on the sideline. You were gonna see them in the facility during the week. This was an environment that was created before the season even began. Now, that environment that was allowing a lot of leeway for decisions to be made from Russell Wilson and his group about what he needed to be successful spawned into the season to where multiple coaches and players told me throughout the year 
that each and every week, uh, the offensive identity changed. Even within games, the offensive identity continued to change. And is that we were trying to accommodate all parties involved. And even coaches, even players, Patrick, I will say, said there was a lot of blame to be passed around throughout the organization for the way things were going. Nobody was questioning the effort Russell Wilson was putting in. Nobody was questioning the effort everyone was putting in. It was just very unorganized because of the environment that was created. Now, pushing this forward, Sean Payton has made it very clear on multiple occasions that this is not going to be the environment that he is going to have as the new head coach of the Denver Broncos, that Russell Wilson's group is not going to be in the building uh, as they weren't at the end of the regular season, actually, in the 2022 year. And to my understanding, Russell Wilson has approached Sean Payton several times, telling him he wants to be coached hard. So it appears that maybe both parties believe a new environment is probably best for the Denver Broncos moving forward. Yeah, and certainly some of their best offensive performances came at the end. Uh, not that there was that much uh, more to improve on. Uh, now they got a lot of success that, but yeah. uh, early on, but substantially better towards the end of the season. And yeah. uh, we have had no comment from both uh, the Seahawks and the Broncos on this story thus far, but we do get a little insight into the 2022 Broncos, and we'll get another chance to talk to James Palmer as we continue here on NFL Now. Let's get a look at some other news that's uh, new right now. Of course, the operative part of news. We've got Mike Garofolo and Tom Pelissero with us. Let's talk about some quarterbacks. Mike, you first up on Daniel Jones and the Giants. What's the latest there? Well, Patrick, a lot of talk about Daniel Jones and a uh, reported or rumored asking price of $45 million per season that a lot of people are saying, you got to be kidding me with that number. Well, listen, I frankly... I don't care about that number. I, I don't. I mean, I go back to, we were just talking about Russell Wilson years ago. He and his agent proposed to the Seahawks $30 million per year on a multi-year deal. The next day, which was the deadline to do a deal, they agreed to 21.9. So you can ask for whoever you want to ask for up until the point where a decision has to be made. Now, look, that deadline for both sides here, the first one, is going to be March 7th. That's the point at which the Giants need to decide if they want to use the franchise tag on Daniel Jones. So let's say at that point he's asking for $45 million. The Giants are not going to go that high. It's a franchise tag for Daniel Jones. Now that's going to give them six days before the negotiating window opens up for all free agents to do a long-term deal with Daniel Jones, which is going to make it much easier on the salary cap to bring back and bring in other players, including Saquon Barkley. So, Tom, I think we're going to get to a point where Daniel Jones is going to look at this and say, well, if I play on the tag, that's going to hurt my team's chances of bringing in some other players and surrounding me with talent and keeping Saquon here. So do I want to maybe come down a little bit on that number and get a deal done, which is going to make it easier for all parties? I think that's where we're headed here. Some people have asked, Mike, would the Giants rather use the franchise tag on Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley? The answer is they'd rather not tag anybody. Their plan all along has been to try to get multi-year deals done with both these guys. Now, if you only get one done, it makes sense that the priority would be Daniel Jones just because it's a bigger contract. And as you mentioned, a bigger franchise tag number, over $32 million versus about $10 million for Saquon Barkley. But remember, the Giants did make a run trying to get a deal done with Barkley back in the fall. That is evidence that they have been trying to make that happen on the running back front as well. For Daniel Jones, he recently switched agents trying to get his number. He went to Athletes First, which happens to be the same agency that also represented Dak Prescott when he got tagged, played a season, ended up getting tagged again, signed a multi-year deal. There's different ways that you can go about this, but everybody involved understands that there are advantages to getting a deal done with Daniel Jones prior to March 7th, and we'll see if they can get it done, Patrick. Yeah, a lot of time left in, in terms of a negotiation. We'll see, but like Mike, um, 
numbers that are kind of out of thin air, why, why would we care about that? We, we only care about what the actual offers are and what the player wants. Mike, let's talk about um, a player who went to a Super Bowl champion, uh, pretty successful guy, Bobby Wagner. Now he's uh, going to be looking for another spot. He is. The Rams and Bobby Wagner yesterday agreeing to mutually part ways. And this was a mutual parting. I know we say that a lot, and sometimes we don't necessarily mean it. In this case, we mean it. Uh, Wagner going to move on, going to be a free agent at the start of the league year on March 15th. That's important because a lot of times players released right now can now start negotiating with other teams. That's not going to be the case with Wagner. It has to do with guaranteed money. He still owed $3.5 million from the Rams moving forward. And that way, just, just trust me, he's not a free agent to negotiate with other teams until March 15th, but he is going to be free and he's going to join a free agent class in which he could be at the head of that class of the linebacker position. 140 tackles last season, a career high, six sacks, another all-pro selection. Bobby Wagner still has good football left, and that football is going to be played for someone other than the Rams. Yeah, very productive player, as he's been for most of his career, multiple-time All-Pro. Another guy who's a veteran, a defender, Tom, uh, the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, changing his contract around a little bit with the Saints. The Saints frequently in this situation. Is this different than it normally is? It is not, Patrick. This has kind of been an annual exercise for about a decade for the New Orleans Saints, who are always up against it in terms of the salary cap. They restructured Tyron Matthews' deal today. They basically took his base salary, converted into a roster bonus that will be paid out if he's still on the roster the fifth day of the league year coming up next month. They've also done a salary conversion on Eric McCoy's contract recently. They did one on Ryan Ramchick's contract recently. Those three alone cleared about $23 million in cap space, but the Saints entered this process over $70 million over next year's cap. Now, I know that the Saints are the prime example where people say the cap is a myth. No, the cap is real. Every dollar you spend hits the cap eventually. What the Saints have done more than any other team is test the bounds of how many times you can push that money out into the future. And as long as there's not a global pandemic, they seem to feel like they can continue to do this as long as they have to to keep their core of their team intact. Yeah, the pandemic, the heat death of the universe, as long as time continues to exist, the Saints insist that wow. the future the is Death the of the universe. They're off the hook on that one. Okay, well, we'll see. Time is merely a construct. There it is. The salary cap is a go. thing. Yeah, just a figment of our imagination, thanks to our insiders, Mike Carfolo and Tom Pellicero. We'll keep going here as uh, last week, New Cardinals head coach John Gannon uh, said that they had a particular vision for who he wanted as an offensive coordinator. Well, they got it. Drew Petzing comes over the former Browns quarterback coach now in Arizona and like his new boss, had a lot of positive things to say about Kyler Murray. I think he's a really talented player. Uh, that was one of the appealing things about this job to me, uh, was being able to work with a quarterback of his caliber. Um, but it's about the entire offense and ultimately the entire team. Uh, it's not going to be just about him. Uh, he knows that. I think Jonathan knows that. I think as an organization, we will preach that. Um, we need to build a great offense and a great defense and a great special teams unit to go out and be successful. I think that's going to be really the focus as we head into the season. Well, it's better to have Kyler Murray than to not have Kyler Murray, especially as indicated late in the 2022 season when the Cardinals saw their points per game, yards per game, rush yards per game, and giveaways per game all change to the negative side without Kyler Murray. And again, Kyler Murray had that ACL injury 
in week 14, so it may be a while before number one is back on the field for the Arizona Cardinals. We've got James Palmer back with us uh, to discuss this, these Cardinals and uh, the road ahead. And James, it's, it's Drew Pett's thing. Uh, Gannon said he had a specific vision. What is that vision going to do for the Cardinals? Well, Patrick, Drew Petson can say it's all about special teams, the other 52 guys on the roster. This is about Kyler Murray. And that was a big part of his interview with Jonathan Gannon was, what is your vision working with Kyler? And you heard him rave about him. Obviously, the skill set is there. The start now is the relationship that he starts building with Kyler Murray. We know Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray's relationship reportedly, all the things that have been said about the problems that that possibly caused the team to have this past season and the departure of Kingsbury. Now Drew Petzing nets to an opportunity while Kyler Murray is recovering from that ACL injury to spend most of their time, almost all of it, in the classroom going over quizzes, question and answers, film study, all this stuff to go over the mental side of this new offensive scheme that he's going to bring in for his quarterback. Now, the two have already spoken, and Petzing believes that uh, Kyler's been very engaged, even though they're not allowed to talk about football just yet. But the other aspect of it is that Petzing is coming from a situation that is very similar to the one that he's walking into, and that's that your starting quarterback, your franchise quarterback, is not going to be there for the first half of the year. When he was the Browns quarterback coach, his job, was to make sure that he got Jacoby Brissett ready to be the interim starter while Deshaun Watson was suspended for the first 11 games of the season. And at the same time, make sure Deshaun Watson is also getting ready to be the starter of the second half and for the future. So maybe that experience does help him, Patrick, in some capacity, because it's a very similar one when Kyler may not hit the field till midseason. Yeah, they'll have some time to wait for Kyler's return, but the clock is ticking on the rest of the offseason uh, with the combine and the draft approaching briskly for the new-look Arizona Cardinals. James Palmer on the state of the Cardinals. More to come. And speaking of the 2023 NFL scouting combine, watch the future of the NFL. Combine presented by Nobo coming to Indianapolis March 2nd through the 5th. Don't miss the NFL's free fan events at Lucas Oil Stadium with football fun for the whole family. Next is here. Visit NFL.com slash Combine Access and register for free access today. The HBCU Legacy Bowl coming up tomorrow on NFL Network. We're going live to the convention center in New Orleans for a look at what these guys are doing today. Next on NFL Now. Nothing can stop me. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. What a fantastic week in New Orleans as we are set for the HBCU Legacy Bowl Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern time right here on NFL Network, the second annual HBCU Legacy Bowl, as we showcase the best players from historically black colleges and universities. Let's get down to the convention center in New Orleans as Sherry Burris and Bucky Brooks have a guest, Jason Wright, the president of the Commanders. Good afternoon to you guys. Hey, guys. Well, thank you so much. We are here at the Career Fair ahead of the HBCU Legacy Bowl. Bucky Brooks here with me. And as you said it, the president of the Washington Commanders, Jason Wright. We so appreciate you being here with us. Hey, it's my pleasure to be here. So we are here at the uh, Career Fair, and there are over 1,500 students from 49 different HBCUs. Here behind us right now, we have Alabama State, Jackson State, and Alcorn students here with us. And guys, it is an incredible week. I mean, there are over 100 employers here. Here, 12 of them NFL teams, six hour distance. They had kids come in. I walked around and this is an incredible event. Jason, I want to get your thoughts. What did you think when you got here? I mean, I, I was blown away. Um, I heard the growth of this from the last year to this year is massive. And you know, I could see this blowing up even more because this is a, a chance for talent that doesn't always get the center stage with us that we need desperately to get the spotlight. Um, and for us, it was a big commitment for us. We, we've had a major HBCU internship program for a couple years now. It's one of my big priorities when I joined, and it's been nothing but great for us. Uh, it's helped us accelerate sales. We were third in the league in, uh, in, in attendance growth this year, and a lot of that was because of the black talent that we brought into our sales force. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this. And part of those 1,500 students here are some of the athletes playing in the game this weekend. Let's hear what they think. Um, you don't want to close any doors, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for the opportunity to even be here. Um, don't want to shut off anything. Open your mind and be blessed for opportunities. Um, talk to people, you know what I'm saying? Learn about some great opportunities and further them my education as well. I want to use every resource available to, you know, football is not going to be forever. So, you know, you got to have a backup plan as well as uh, another, another way to provide for your family at the end of the day. So I think this is a great experience, uh, the career fair especially. You know, Jason, in, in thinking about that, what, what he was saying is the backup plan and the, the next step. And so mm -hmm. you made this step from the gridiron to the boardroom. How were you able to pull off that process? Well, I think one thing that helped me is that I got fired a lot when I was first in the league. <laughs> I, mean, I got cut nine times in my first year and a half, you know? Only when makes I, you stronger. Yeah, right? when I was at the Falcons, I was, I, you know, I, I got cut. I was living out of an extended stay motel. Then I ran out of money, was living with my aunt and uncle, just grinding, trying to make it. And when that happens, the aphorism of the NFL standing for not for long really hits home. So I always knew I had to think about what was next. And I knew that my brain would carry me further than my legs, even though I thought I was a great running back and I ended up having a good career. I knew my brain would carry me further. Um, so I always had something in mind. Um, I was always learning. I was always picking up new skills, and that eventually helped me lead to a career that led to this. We saw the Washington scouts here both days at practice. Yeah. Doug Williams, obviously a huge part of the Legacy yeah. Bowl and the Commanders franchise. Why for you is it important to be able to showcase these guys in the Legacy Bowl tomorrow and give well, them the attention they deserve? Yeah, well, I think... Uh, HBCUs have played such a critical role in uh, the upward mobility of black America for decades. It's still the source of the black middle class and black economic power. It's still the engine for that. Um, and when our athletes and when our young men and women choose to go to an HBCU, they're investing in a legacy that's important for all of us. Mm -hmm. 
At some times, however, there had been a downside to that, not getting the same visibility that athletes get going to PWIs, like myself and others. And so this is an opportunity to sort of level that playing field and give back to those who, choose to, who chose to go to HBCUs with their talent and invest in them in a way that's important for the whole community so that we can get those folks forward into the league as well. You know, you think about opportunities, you guys have a lot of buzz around the franchise because you afford an opportunity to Eric Bieniemy to come over as the offensive coordinator. What has the reaction been like since EB has joined the team? Um, man, I'm fired up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it speaks a lot to what Ron, Ron Revere, our head coach, has built over the last three years for him. I mean, he, he inherited something that needed a major turnaround. He needed to be torn down to its stilts and built back up as an organization from a culture and ways of working standpoint. The same thing I had to do on the business side. We weren't in a good spot. But it speaks to what Ron has built on the football side of the house, the talent on the roster, as well as the culture and ways of working that you can attract what I believe is the best offensive coordinator in the NFL. Um, you're able to attract a man that's won two Super Bowls in the last four years. Um, you're able to attract a man of gravitas who is going to be a head coach one day, um, hopefully sooner than later, after he you know, helps us win a couple <laughs> of championships. Um, uh, so I, I think it speaks to what Ron has built and how close we are to bringing another Lombardi trophy back to Washington. And we wish you guys all the luck this thank season. You. And again, thank you so much for being here and your commitment to the HBCU. So Patrick, we send this back to you. Appreciate that, guys. Looking forward to the game. Again, the only game exclusively for draft-eligible players from historically black colleges and universities. Who will shine in the Big Easy? The second annual HBCU Legacy Bowl live from New Orleans, Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Oh, still some confetti in the streets of Kansas City. A Super Bowl champion, Andrew Wiley, joining us now. Uh, Andrew, an incredible parade, an incredible performance uh, in the Super Bowl. You had the injury in the first Super Bowl. How, how does this one feel uh, in comparison to your last one? Man, uh, you know, this one, it means the world to us, you know, and, uh, you know, third trip to the Super Bowl uh, means a ton to me, especially how the last one got, uh, went down, didn't didn't get a, give our best shot there. And uh, so this one is this one's really sweet. And, and you guys experience now with the, the post Super Bowl, especially the media circuit for for Patrick, he goes on a talk show and he says that there was a play for you 
Can, can you tell yeah. us, and did you have a celebration? Yeah, <laughs> man, I was just going to celebrate with the guys. Honestly, I didn't have anything too elaborate planned, but yeah, uh, I'm a big card collector. So we had a, we had a little Pokemon play, got to catch them all. Uh, where I was, uh, I was the look on that one, and uh, unfortunately, they uh, they covered me like a glove on that. But uh, so hopefully next time we'll we'll get another shot at it. Well, gotta catch. I gotta ask Andrew now. What's your starter? Uh, you're talking about the cards. Like, what, you starting Gen One? Where are you going, Charmander? Or what, what do we got? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So we throw it back uh, with the Pokemon cards. We do a little bit of the vintage stuff, the first okay. edition stuff, but. I've uh, been into it for about three or four years now, uh, you know, just uh, just like I was when I was a kid, man. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, awesome stuff. The the Eagles defensive line had more sacks than anybody. They didn't catch a single sack uh, against you guys. Uh, coming up, leading in, uh, of course, their pass rush was all the discussion. Have you been able to, to go through and just look at the performance uh, that you guys put out there? And how did you go about accomplishing that? I mean, yeah, we knew it, uh, you know, for the two weeks leading up to the big game that it was going to be, uh, you know, one or loss in the trenches. So uh, Coach Reed put it on our shoulders. Uh, you know, we knew we had to have a, a lights-out game uh, in order to win this thing, and uh, that's what we set out to do. So um, us five up front, man, we had a fun time out there, and, uh, and we got it done. Um, coming through on your journey uh, to get to this point, Andrew, so, so many different obstacles, practice squad moments. Uh, what do you say to the guys who are in your situation uh, going from team to team, how would you phrase a little bit of motivation to those guys? Man, just stick to it. Honestly, man, uh, you know, and everybody's path is is different. Um, you know, for me, it took me it took me about four teams uh, till I found till I found one that you know truly gave me a shot uh, and believed in me. Um, so I got nothing but love for Brett Veach, man. Just give me a chance, uh, but just stick it out, man. Stick to the plan. Uh, continue to work hard. Just stick to the fundamentals, man, and and uh, you know, and, and it'll, it'll work out for you. And so what are those fundamentals for you at this point as we near uh, free agency? How is this process playing out for you? Yeah, so um, just work ethic, man. That's been, that's been my main thing that, uh, you know, I developed in college and just kept going through it, man. And, and honestly, uh, I just have so much fun uh, playing this game and, and doing everything that comes with it. Um, love being a part of the locker room culture. I love getting after in the weight room and then, and then having fun out there at practice. So um, just having a great work ethic and just truly loving what you do makes a lot of difference. And we got to see one of your former coaches who loves what he does uh, get his introduction for the Washington Commanders. What are the Commanders getting in Eric Bieniemy? Man, they're getting one fired up OC, man. EB is just an incredible guy, uh, a true student of the game. Um, and he's going to get you guys fired up, no doubt. So uh, you're getting one hell of a coach with EB, no doubt. Andrew, looking at the tape of the Super Bowl, I have to ask so many guys slipping. We saw uh, Patrick slip. Uh, maybe you had some issues with the turf. Do oh, you, yeah. Because it's a championship, do, do you remember the turf fondly? Was it frustrating? How do you feel about it after the fact? Uh, yeah, man. I think everyone went down a time or two. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't think it affected me as much. But, you know, um, you know even uh, close to the end of the game when, uh, when we had Jed uh, run to the one-yard line and take a knee, uh, to burn some time off the clock, I was supposed to pull on that play, and uh, and I pulled. I left foot went down. I just looked up and had to watch the play. So, uh, uh, so you know, there's a few few times where uh, for where we went down, but but, um, but you know, we just had to stick it out, and make it happen. And you and you did just that, and you got another Super Bowl ring. Looking forward to getting you uh, that ring and seeing all those because there's still plenty of time to celebrate Kansas City's second Super Bowl in the past four years. Thanks for coming on, Super Bowl champion Andrew Wiley. Thank you, man. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it.
And good luck as free agency approaches and folks also approaching the 2023 NFL Scouting Combine on March 2nd. We get a look at the defensive line and the linebackers. Then March 3rd, how much speed can the defensive backs put out there? Fourth, the quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends. And we'll wrap things up with the offensive line and the running backs March 5th, 1 p.m. Eastern. All of the 2023 NFL Scouting Combine presented by Noble uh, available right here on NFL Network. Daniel Jeremiah's Mock Draft 2.0 has C.J. Stroud going number four overall, the quarterback of the Ohio State Buckeyes, as that would be a pick by the Indianapolis Colts, who are right there at four. As we look at the Colts' available free agents, there's a... There's some guys that the Colts might want to bring back as we bring in James Palmer to discuss the state of the 2023 Colts. How do they approach this offseason with the draft and the combine approaching, James? Well, Patrick, you saw right there C.J. Stroud throwing the football, going quarterback at number four. There's no certainties in life, but it seems like a certainty that this is the move the Colts are going to do with getting a new franchise quarterback. Now, is that happening at number four. Owner Jim Irsay did hint and say, when we dig in deep into this, do you stay put where you're at? Do you move up? Remember, they've selected quarterback number one overall twice with Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. Those were surefire slam dunk guys. Now, if you do feel like one of these quarterbacks is a surefire slam dunk, head and shoulders above the rest, general manager Chris Ballard did say you move heaven and earth to go up and try to get that player. Jim Mercer kind of hinted that Bryce Young from Alabama might be the guy that would fit that mold. And he has the three traits that new head coach Shane Steichen and Patrick believes are the most important. That's accuracy, decision-making, the ability to create. But the other aspect of it that they're evaluating all of these quarterbacks heavily in is how they are obsessed with their craft. That's what's most important to Shane Steichen as he saw that with Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert and Phillip Rivers, all quarterbacks he's worked with and all quarterbacks that have thrived under Shane Steichen. Yeah, a lot to keep track of. And I guess the question for the Colts and the, the Texans fans and the Bears fans, do, do the Colts and the Texans agree on the quarterback? And if they do, uh, which one uh, is it going to be? Mm-hmm. It's a lot to look ahead to as we come up to the draft. But let's talk a little bit more about the construction of this team. The notable free agents include Paris Campbell, a couple of guys on the offensive line that was crushing uh, just a couple of years ago on the defensive side, Yannick Ngakwe, Bobby Okariki, as well as Rodney McLeod. James, how are the Colts going to go about free agency uh, after a year where they they tried to make so many moves? I think the philosophy for the first time in a number of years, Patrick, has finally changed in Indianapolis. They are no longer looking at how do we find the best available veteran bridge quarterback to continue to keep ourselves in contention without using the word rebuild in any capacity. Remember, it was Rivers and it was Wentz and it was Matt Ryan this past season It now shows with the hiring of Shane Steichen, with their openness of how they're going to go after a quarterback in the first round, that there's more concerns about 2024 and beyond than there are specifically about 2023. And that's a different philosophy for general manager Chris Ballard than what we've seen over the last couple of years. But also, it's building around what that young quarterback has. And we saw on there the offensive line. Do they move on? from their center and Ryan Kelly? Do they move on from anybody else on that offensive line that vastly underperformed from what they were paid this past season? You saw Yannick Ngakwe's name. They do have some pass rushers out there on the outside that they can stick with. And then the receiving group that could be catching footballs from this new quarterback. 
Could they upgrade them in some capacity? You saw Paris Campbell's name on there. Is Michael Pittman Jr. a true number one? Played very well this season. I think evaluating all of those spots around the future quarterback is going to be something that's somewhat of a focus because the philosophy, Patrick, has now changed in Indianapolis. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.